This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we have a woman on the podcast who's been making a lot of noise in more ways than one <laughs> over the past few weeks. Yes. Stephanie is in the building. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a very crazy past few weeks of my life. Right. Um, I've taken the world by storm. I've captured the farts of America. You really have. You really have. <laughs> um, this seems like kind of like a fringe story when we first decided that we were going to cover it. Like yeah. it wasn't that viral. Mm-hmm. And now at this point, it's just like exploded. Ooh, where it's like explosive. Every single person knows exactly who you are really? or, or you know they know that there is a girl who's been selling farts on the internet oh my god before i even say anything is my life ruined <sighs> i mean i think <laughs> no because you probably wouldn't have gone this route unless you were down oh, for no, this I kind knew. of attention yeah no 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 i knew i knew what i was doing to right. a certain extent so tell me a little bit about where you're coming from your early life and whatnot uh, so i mean some people might know me from 90 day fiance right before all that we're gonna yeah, do that as well before all of that oh my gosh um so i grew up in czech republic oh wow and then i moved with my mother to the united states i'm a green card baby oh. and uh you moved at what age like seven eight years old okay yeah and i live in new york city in connecticut okay i uh you know what you have two homes i have two homes yeah so i'm actually the founder of an 18 and up platform that's very similar to like OnlyFans and patreon so i just recently launched that last year and so i've been into youtube i've been into reality tv i'm the founder of my own platform so i do like a little bit of everything i'm like a jack of all trades type of person Right, because from my experience living in New York, it's really only like very rich people who have like the home off in Connecticut as well. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess that's me now, but it's weird because I don't feel like I'm a rich person. I just, you know, I just like I figured out really odd niche ways of making money throughout my life. Like I actually used to live in Los Angeles and I used to be a dancer out here. Oh, wow. And so like, you know, I've just tried everything and there is, I mean, I do have my limits, but... I think that I'm willing to explore different avenues of making money. Wow. Okay. How old are you right now? How old do you think I am? 22. Ooh, I'm 31. Wow. I'm <laughs> terrible at guessing. No, you're just being nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't want to overshoot when no, they no. ask that question. Yeah. Um, okay. But so what was your, uh, your, your teenage years? What were those like? Um, gosh, I mean, I was just the weird kid. Um, I was kind of fat, not attractive, uh, didn't have a lot of friends. 
I was the weirdo. So I think that kind of prepared me for where I'm at today is like, I, I learned to just like really not care what people thought about me ever in my life. Right. Um, I was like a theater nerd type. And, uh, and then, yeah, I graduated high school, went to acting school, moved out to LA, tried to be an actress, failed miserably, wasn't very good at that. Why do you think you failed uh, at acting? I don't know. I just, I, I just didn't. I don't have, I don't have what it takes. I guess. In terms of what, like work ethic or star oh, power? Oh no, what? definitely not work ethic. I'm like the most hardworking person that I know. But I think, like, I just, you know, it's tough to stand out. It really is. And also, I just don't like people very much. I just like to be home alone. Mm. Being an actor means that you have to like connect with other, like, other actors right. and. I just would rather just sit at home with my dogs and fart all day. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> Did you notice that you had a, a, a real tendency to, towards flatulence at an early age? No, no, I've actually never farted in front of a boyfriend before, and I've always been really, really fart shy. Wow. So this has been kind of weird for me to be now recognized as a fartrepreneur. Right. And That's crazy. Uh, to be honest with you, because now I realize that you are fake. Um, I'm the real deal <laughs> when it comes with this flatulence. Yeah. Like, just two random memories. I remember one time uh, getting suspended from high school because I farted so bad in <laughs> class that, like, the entire class, like, every single kid had their face covered. And what are you eating? At that time, I wasn't eating meat. I was really, I, I wasn't fully vegan, but I was almost vegan. Oh my god yeah that'll do it i mean i had like a specific diet that i followed during the peak the mm. height of my fart jarring business which is now essentially over because right. of that you know health scare which which is what went viral the other story though is that one time i was on the bus and maybe 11th grade 10th grade and i i farted on the bus i was in the back and the driver almost immediately <laughs> smelled it and was yelling at me, which I always thought was really impressive that the fart could like move. Adam, what are you doing? Why aren't you selling your farts? <laughs> I just don't, I don't like the idea of doing it on command. <laughs> yeah, you want it to be something you enjoy, right? Yeah, like I do it for the love. That's for you. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think that I've like probably like cost myself sex with my fiance many times by like just letting them fly <gasps> at a time where she was trying to get funky oh and you let out something funky yeah because i maybe like wasn't <laughs> peeping the scenario i didn't understand that yeah. she was trying to seduce me farts can ruin relationships but unless mm. someone has a fart fetish which is where i come in yeah your your services are needed okay so <laughs> you uh you give up on acting in la but you said you're a dancer out here you're stripping yeah i was a dancer for like seven eight months of my life here in but you said you were fat in high school so yeah, at some point you I start wasn't to fat anymore oh okay yeah. the whole acting thing too you probably wanted to get in shape around them yeah and so yeah i lived in la for about a year i was dancing and that just like completely ruined my life so then i ended up moving back to new york city and starting a youtube channel where were you dancing uh the palms in signal hill wow do you know where that is? Yes. That's really <laughs> weird that I can picture that place in my head. But wh why do you hate it so much? Um, I just don't think I was very good at it. I'm not a good dancer. Mm. And, you know, I, I think I'm a pretty sexy person, but... I don't think I was sexy at that time in my life. Uh -huh. And I was just trying to I was just trying to make ends meet, just trying to get by, trying to go on auditions and and get into the whole acting world, but it just it just failed completely. So, I moved back to New York and I got into Okay, so you can't get into acting. What's the next best thing YouTube you do? Channel. YouTube channel. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is a place for everyone. <laughs> Nobody else wants our services, yeah. Yeah. What what was the channel about initially? Uh, it was about 
my relationships, my sex life. And I just, I remember like the first viral video I ever had was I cheated on my boyfriend and like mm. me in tears, like, you know, in true like clickbait story time telling fashion. Every girl that wants to become a YouTuber basically ends up like mining their personal <laughs> experiences yeah. prior to them. Yeah, right. And then you have like the thumbnails with your like mouth wide open, yeah. like, <gasps> it's, it, but with me, it was even worse because I've made all these YouTube videos about like old fight stories, you know, like, oh, I got in this crazy fight outside the bar and I'm like making a video acting like it happened the day before and not oh my 10 gosh. years ago oh god yeah. yeah you're you're constantly like looking for ways to exploit yourself and your stories by, yeah. by doing youtube but it was pretty successful for me for a period of time and then i was doing all of these youtube videos with like really low-cut shirts and innocently like just trying to get girls to watch my videos and then one day i checked out my analytics it's like 90 percent men i was like wow I'm really not targeting the audience that I wanted to. Wow. So I, uh, I was like, I have all these dudes watching me, and like they're they're commenting all these things about my boobs. I should I should make a Patreon. Mm. <laughs> so I ended up on Patreon, and then that went into OnlyFans, and then I was like, you know what? Screw all these corporations. I want to make my own platform that's like a boutique version of all these other platforms that really takes care of its creators mm. and doesn't take as much money from them. And so, you know, now I'm on Unfiltered and I'm still, you know, still doing the same type of content that I was doing before, but now I'm in more control. And uh, and that, you know, that's kind of like where like the the fart story evolved. Well, so okay, you're uh, you're you're doing your thing. Did you think after you got done being a stripper that you weren't ever going to be a sex worker again? Um, um, I think that I've always used my sexuality as a way of making money. Mm. I'm just, you know, I see myself as like a cow and I'm going to use every part of it, every part of the cow. Nothing's going to go to waste. So right. as long as I have these boobs, I'm going to make, make use of them. Those are natural? They're natural. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay. But so then, uh, you're making these YouTube videos, you start the Patreon, and then you start getting more and more attention on there. Like, how do you end up getting on 90 Day Fiance, which I love. I haven't seen your season, but. Oh, I'm on Big Ed's season. Oh, what? I watched one of the seasons with Big Ed, but I think it was the more the recent. The Single Life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And oh. I'm on the new season of The Single Life now. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm like all, I'm very in deep in the 90 Day Fiance world. I've been on like five different 90 Day Fiance spinoffs at this point. Wow. What was your first time being uh, on like, and was it was a real relationship that you were already in? So I was on something called Before the 90 Days, right. which is one of the spinoffs. And I was part of the first same-sex couple on mm. Before the 90 Days. I was with, you know, a lot of people call her the pink-haired girl, Skittles. You know, she's okay. her name's Erica. Um, and she was my girlfriend at the time. She was living in Australia. And I went on a plane to meet her for the first time. And it just, it went terrible. It went so bad. I mean, I was one of, like, the ha most hated people on my season. I was the villain of my season, basically. Do you feel like they edited it to make you like that? or were you actually that terrible um, i think i was kind of shitty at the time wow i was going through a bad time like i watched myself i'm like wow i'm insufferable but um and everybody else thought so too so i was like i am so upset at the hate that i'm getting but also i agree with what everybody's saying so it was kind of a tough time during my life when that was airing because how much guidance are they giving you none none yeah they kind of just like leave you there on your own you I have mean, to say that right you sign all kinds of contracts and forms <laughs> so that you can't say like that they basically make you live out these fake storylines no i yeah i'm probably gonna be in trouble just even mentioning it right now because there are super strict rules about it right there are yeah um but um, uh, they, the producers of the show know that I just, I'm, I'm like a lone ranger. I just go off and I do what I want. Right. So. Because I'm sure that they would have loved to keep this fart jar content for themselves. 
oh, I mean, they probably want to forge our spinoff show. Right. Because I've noticed that a lot of the uh, 90 Day people that they don't really like, it doesn't seem like they are able to make their own like YouTube channels or are able to make content like yeah. for themselves. Is that is that part of it? But you, you came in with a YouTube channel, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So I came in with a YouTube channel. I came back. I came in already like a sex worker, essentially. I was on, you know, Patreon and OnlyFans. Mm. So um, they treated me very specially. They like removed the morality clause from my contract. Oh, because you're already a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh. Um, we can't hold her to the same standards that we do everybody right. else. So we're going to just make an exception for her. Right. And so, yeah, uh, it's just weird because, you know, who I am in real life outside of unfiltered and all of the sex work that I've done is like, I'm actually a pretty reserved person. Mm. I've been, I was celibate for three years. And so I'm on pretty... purpose or just having a hard time <laughs> on purpose. <Okay. laughs> yeah. What made you want to take that oath? Um, I just was like, I don't want to have sex with anybody. Right. I want to save all of that energy and passion and just put it into myself and mm. making money. And I did. Like, I had a really great year. I bought a home. I bought cars. Like, I really made an amazing life for myself. You felt like you, that, that focused you like as soon as you start fucking with the relationships it Absolutely. just made you start really grinding yeah i think like if people stop having sex they'll be really surprised at what they can accomplish wow you masturbating yeah i was oh okay because you hear about dudes who think that if they like don't nut that they're gonna like write the next great american novel Maybe, or something possibly i don't agree with that at all <laughs> no I think i'm gonna yell at my employees honestly if i yeah yeah well i was masturbating but um it was nice just like but it wasn't just about like celibacy it was also just like not dating people and just really devoting all of my time to myself mm. and so I, I think i accomplished a lot in the in the years that i was celibate right and so you're bisexual or yes i'm bisexual and so i'm on the 90 day single life series right now and so i've been dating men and women but honestly like at this point in my life i feel like i'm gravitating more towards men more towards men really yeah interesting but you mostly been have you been 50 50 with it at times or was there ever a time where you're like no i'm a full-blown lesbian oh there have been times that i thought i was a full-blown lesbian like after every single relationship i ever had with a guy i was like yeah i'm fucking i'm done but uh at this at this point i think i'm i'm more into men mm. what's the uh what's the 90 day fiance uh clout explosion like Mm, I don't know, because I don't think I was really that popular from the show. Mm. I'm not Big Ed. You know, Big Ed was like the main one on my season that really like exploded onto the scene. Um, but you were kind of hitched onto his ride. Oh, yeah. He's blowing up. You're, you're on the show, too. <laughs> yeah. that, that was a huge season for them. Yeah, and it was during the pandemic. So, mm. like, everybody was at home watching the show. Um, it was cool. I mean, the, the people who watch the show and who are really invested in it are absolutely insane. Really? Uh, they're just complete, like, they hate and they, they make your life kind of miserable. Really? So mm -hmm. they'll kind of do these campaigns against you or it's just a lot of people sh showing up in your dms or what oh yeah just people like death threats dms people comment i mean oh god i had to like i had to take a break a social media break i deactivated my instagram account for like a week because i couldn't handle it but then i was like i couldn't handle also not being on social media so then like a week later i came back and was like we thought you left <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i'm in the same boat i'd rather be driving myself crazy on twitter than just deleting it yeah Fuck that. no i gotta be there i gotta see what they're saying twitter's fucking insane what is the worst i just one? start is it the worst one you think so 
Yeah, because Twitter is the easiest place for you to take somebody that you don't even know and just uh-huh. completely like share. Like all you have to do is quote tweet somebody or retweet somebody and boom, uh-huh. their content is on your page. And if you have millions of followers, whatever. But like on Instagram in comparison, like if, if you did something horrible or racist or whatever and I wanted mm-hmm. to call you out, it's like I could screenshot it and put it on my story and, and, yeah. and say, hey, fuck this girl or whatever. But I mean, that's not really like that common. But yeah. whereas on Twitter, like the whole concept of getting ratioed or like uh-huh. some, you know, having a tweet get 5,000 quote tweets, people love that. It's like almost the point of the platform, it oh, feels wow. like, you know? I think the worst place is Reddit. Well, that's a whole different breed. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Yeah. There's like whole Reddit forums dedicated to talking shit about me. Really? And I am an avid re- reader of them. Are, are there also <laughs> ones that love you or is it mostly hate? Um, I think most people on Reddit that are fans of the show 90 Day Fiance are not fans of me. Mm. I think that it's like a, it's a sport for them to shit all over me. Interesting. Yeah. And no like, pun intended. I, yeah. And I think that I have made my mark online as being somebody who it, people are very split over. People mm. like I don't I'm not beloved. Mm. I'm I'm controversial. Who does like you and who doesn't like uh, who you? Who likes me? Stereotype my, your demographics. Oh, my demographic. Who likes me? Um, I think um, a lot of like very open minded people, other sex workers, people mm. who are just like who don't have really strong moral fiber (laughs) 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 no but like people who you know what here here it is the number one people that that seem to like me are people who do not take themselves too seriously right that's kind of a requirement in order to fuck with fart jar girl (laughs) Yeah, basically. You have to not really be yeah, super serious. You have to be able to laugh at yourself. Right. Um, because there's just so many people who are just like, who are taking this fart jar girl thing like way, way, way too seriously. Mm. And really like trying to like, just, uh, there's some journalists who have tried to take me down. Really? Over the fart jar girl story. I'm like, why aren't you reporting on like COVID or like some kind of war somewhere? I wouldn't think the journalists would be going hard. The journalists are going hard. Well, like right wing journalists or like women. <laughs> No, there's like, like the, there's one journalist who's like trying to take down my story and like debunk it. Really? Yeah, like saying that I'm lying. I've had a similar urge, but we'll get to that. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Are you gonna be like the journalist? No, no, but I'm just saying that I know uh, women in the OnlyFans space who uh-huh. lie about everything, <laughs> oh who will make up anything. <laughs> Just to seem like a more and more of a fucking whore, which is the crazy thing about it, because it's like the total inversion of how most women are, where most women don't want their names smeared. But if you're one of these OnlyFans girls, kind of like the best way to get more people paying attention to you is to do something fucked up or something shameful so that people will kind of have to talk about you. I know about these... um, these websites and I, I i can't remember exactly which ones they are but i know girls who can basically like pay off an author or whatever they'll give uh-huh. them a thousand bucks two thousand bucks and they'll write like a shitty blog post about this girl you know sometimes it is kind of positive those are probably the bad ones where it's like oh she made twenty thousand dollars this month on you know taking pictures of her asshole and it's yeah. like or, or you know but they'll lie too they'll lie about their career they'll say like i'm a i'm a teacher i'm a, I'm a whatever yeah. you know just to it's really yeah. easy to do that it yeah. is and i and i will admit that like you know anyone can make up any kind of story right mm. and so i kind of you know tried to provide the proof where i could i showed like statements of like the money that i made when i was doing the fart jars and oh my god i had i had like photo proof of me in the hospital you know when the farger hospital story went viral wow. and uh my friend had it on his snapchat and his and his snapchat got banned 
But what was there anything photo wise that was all the photos from me at the hospital were on that person's Snapchat and their Snapchat was banned. But what was on like were the photos obscene the, in any way? No, no, it was just me photos of me at the hospital when I was hospitalized thinking that I was having a heart attack. What the f okay, okay. <laughs> what kind of stuff were you doing on uh, OnlyFans or your platform or whatever? Like mm -hmm. as you get into this, what kind of content were you making and how did that lead you to Yes. Fart jar. So I did OnlyFans for a while before branching off and, and doing my own platform unfiltered. Uh, but I do mostly just solo photos, boudoir, you know, throw in a little bit something extra spicy in there. Um, it's like, it's just like, you know, the HBO after 10 p.m. type stuff. So you keep it not too explicit not too explicit because i was celibate for also a while so everything right. that i was doing on there was by myself now i've just like started branching off a little bit and doing collaborations with like some of my female friends right was that were you not doing that for a long time that was the first thing i was gonna ask yeah i wasn't doing that for a while like and i just kind of like worked my way up you know like like when i first began i was fully clothed and then slowly like my shirt came off and I, I have have grown as a creator. That's honestly the <laughs> smartest way to do it as a girl is to like start with nothing, sort of minimal, <laughs> yeah. and then just slowly give them Edge more and more yeah. for years and years and years. Yeah. And that's what and that's what I did. But I also had a lot of fans that were just like simply supporting my YouTube channel content. I wrote a book too, so like I've done a lot of different things. What was the book about? My life, my sex life, my dating life, uh, my time stripping in LA, and all that. This stuff. This is why you were celibate. You wrote a book. Um, a little bit before. And then I wrote another book when I was celibate. Really? Yeah, I did a lot when I was celibate. See, yeah, writing a book seems like the kind of thing that I might end up doing if I wasn't able to have sex. Yeah. Although, I've been in a relationship for five years. Let's not, I'm bullshitting myself by uh, like having sex that much, but. Oh my gosh. You're not having sex that, sex that much? We have sex a decent amount, but I don't think I could write a What's book. What's a normal amount? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Once a day? Once a day, I think it's solid. Okay. <laughs> Once a day can be hard to manage. Really? Well, once you start having kids and you fucking are working crazy hours and stuff, definitely yeah. can be kind of tough to stick to one a day. Oh, okay. Yeah. How, how old are you again? I'm 31. Oh, you're 31, <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, but no kids. No children. Okay. No. And so then you, you started, was, was there something that kind of makes sense in, that came before the fart jars? Like, mm. the, the, the obvious reference is that Belle Delphine sold bathwater. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's just I was getting messages for so many years throughout the years. I've been getting messages from people saying things like, oh, I want to huff your farts or, oh, I want to like put your fart into a paper bag and like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I've, I've yeah. and I got those kinds of messages and I always thought that it was just people just like joking or it was like a hyperbole, like, oh, you're so hot. I want to like right. sniff your like, farts. Like me and my friends used to always like if we thought a girl was hot, we would say, Oh my God, I would eat her diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Obviously, none of us really wanted to eat diarrhea. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. Right. Until one day, I was like, you know what? Let me let me put these guys to the test. Let me see how many of them who've been telling me that they want my farts are actually serious about my farts. Right. So I said that I was like going to make a batch and that it was to be like 100 orders that I would only a do batch. limited edition. <laughs> like it's cookies. Hey, and I got really serious about it. I ordered from Amazon like a wholesale order of jars that are actually meant for yogurt, oh. but they're now meant for my farts. 
shorts right. and I ordered some like little flower petals to put into the jars because I wanted to give that visual illusion and feeling that there's that there's something physical in the jar. Uh -huh. um, and so like I had this whole like concept and idea in my head and I put them up for sale and I was just going to see like, okay, well, you know, worst case scenario, they don't sell and it's just like a funny story. And, and how many was the first batch that you put up? A hundred. A hundred. Yeah. And then I just, I had some issues with like a few of them, but I ended up selling 97. Okay. So I essentially I sold out you broke them you drop a couple of them well one of them ended up breaking in the mail uh, so you know like you that, still sold it but you, I, you, I still sold you it but then I had to send them a replacement how jar. much were you uh, selling them for so I was telling people that they were a thousand dollars but they, I had them on sale for 50% off so they were five hundred dollars but they also came with a personalized handwritten note mm -hmm. that I took the time to write for each and every single client I also had a, an autographed photo with like a cute kiss on it and a lot of the customers did want like a seal of authenticity in the form of a video of me farting in the into the jar just to like make sure that I was actually doing it right so how do you go about farting a hundred times or more okay so I kind of tested out a different a different like wide array of recipes and what worked worked like the best was just protein shakes mm. and I don't know if you're familiar with the brand Kodiak Kodiak cakes they're like protein muffins protein pancakes are you familiar with Kodiak red no <laughs> it's a rapper that you probably love he's one of the island boys well you know you know about the island boys um oh we have so much to teach you <laughs> Okay, so you're eating this Kodiak. Yeah, Kodiak muffins. They should sponsor me at this point because I've talked about them literally in like three interviews. And they're just very high protein? They're very, very high protein muffins. And, and protein is the secret to farting? Oh my God, not just farting, but stinky farting. Whoa. Yeah, I mean like, like I don't know if you work out. I don't really, I work oh, out yeah. a little bit, but. You wouldn't know it, but yeah. Yeah, so like in the fitness community, protein, protein farts, it's a thing. Um, but I've tried different things as well. I've tried cabbage soup, black bean soup, Brussels sprouts. I mean, there's so many different things things that I've hard-boiled eggs mm. um, cheese I did fiber one bars one day I mean like I've just t I've tested out so many different things and if like, I killed a pint of Ben and Jerry's I think that that would probably get me farting <laughs> yeah Maybe definitely a hundred or more times yeah but you just want to make sure that's like it's the most pungent smell possible but I've also perfected the art of actually capturing the fart into the jar because there's a whole science behind it and a lot of people have been like calling me out and saying that I'm like scamming people that I'm just sending them air or that I'm using fart spray but I'm a person who I believe in honesty I believe in karma and I do my best I did my best to really try to fulfill every single order as honestly as I possibly could. And so, okay, tell me about the method of how to actually capture the fart properly. Okay, well, I'm, I feel like I'm selling secrets right now. And you hold it straight up to your asshole. <laughs> so, I, in addition to getting these jars off of Amazon, I purchased these fabric woven flower petals. And so, they're completely scentless. A lot of people were saying, oh, they're flowers. It's going to like adulterate the scent or That's whatever. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if it can hold some of it, that would yeah, be really well, like, good. Yeah, well, like, think about it. Like, uh, if you hold a piece of fabric under a microscope, it has all these fibers. And so, when you fart onto that, like, I'm sure the molecular farts attach to it. So. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Science. And so I would fart directly onto that flower petal, but then I would also take the flower petal and kind of tap it against your asshole. Yeah, like more aggressively mm. than tap. I would rub it. Rub it. Rub it. You should yeah. rub it on there. I mean, for 500 bucks. <laughs> I know, for $500, like yeah. I want them to really just like have the feeling that they are putting their face up to my butt. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so. As you're doing this, like how how big is the interval between farts on average? 
Um, so it's just like throughout the day. So in the morning I start off and I'll have my protein shakes. I'll eat whatever it is that I'm eating. Some people will do special requests. One guy wanted cheese. So I just ate cheese all morning. And then it's like, I take the whole afternoon off and it is time consuming. Like while I was in production, I was not leaving my house. Like right. I was, I mean, you can't leave your house. You feel like shit. Yeah. So, um, so I just sat at home and just kind of waited and you know, I'd feel I'd feel something coming on. I'd make sure I'd have my jars ready, and there you go. You're just sitting around watching Sex in the City or something? <laughs> yeah, the new season, which sucks. <laughs> Living this sexy young existence out here, just yeah. farting into jars. Yeah, trust me. Like, I mean, there were days that I was doing it. I was like, what am I, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, for sure. You would have to feel like that a lot. Yeah. Like, like, was it? Did it ever just feel gross? Like you're just stinking up your house? <laughs> <laughs> I live with two dogs, so uh, it's really not that bad. I think it just like it it was weird, but like I was doing it in kind of privacy in the beginning and then I made a little TikTok about it. And I don't really I didn't really have a big TikTok account. So I was just like, oh, it'll be like a cute little funny video for my TikTok followers, but it actually ended up going viral. Hmm. And that is how the story kind of became public. And then um I had even more eyes on me and a lot of people from that fart fetish community they found the story they found me and then i had to amp up production at that point wow yeah and, and so were you thinking from the very beginning that maybe this was just not a tenable idea and that you were gonna have to stop at some point yeah well my first order that i fulfilled was you know 97 people but i have like 5,000 fans on my unfiltered account right and so a lot of those people some of those people i would say maybe 20 percent are people who had a fart fetish right but a lot of them have like a financial domination fetish which is mm. like oh like give me like give me your money and like I'll send you whatever. You got pay pigs? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> pay pigs. I love that. Yeah. Um, and then some of them just really are the type of fans that have loyally been following me for years now. And like literally, I could be selling like anything, and they just they just buy it in order to support me. Right. So there were some people that did say like, "Hey, I I want to." purchase this but you don't have to send me anything like i just mm. want to support your business and what you're doing uh, but then some people were like i don't want to pay the fucking sale price i don't want to pay 500 dollars. i want right. like i want to pay the full price a thousand dollars goddess and so yeah some of the fart jars i sold for a thousand dollars wow and so you were single during all this single yeah i can't say if i'm single or if i'm in a relationship okay because I'm on 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life. I'm bound by oh. contract, so nobody knows my relationship status. Wow, that's cool. No, I was just wondering, like, you know, if you were in a relationship with somebody, I could see this being kind of a strange thing for them to deal with. Yeah, well, hypothetically speaking, if I was in a relationship, it would be with somebody that's okay. Open-minded about yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, somebody who accepts me for who I am and what I do, mm. because I don't like judgmental people. Right. But in my house, it would feel like a lot. <laughs> like I'll give you, I'll give you a comparison. Is my girl used to cam? Yeah. She didn't really like it that much, but she she did it for a couple of months. And uh, it was something about when I would come home, you know, come home at like nine p.m. and she'd still be on there for another hour, and I could hear her all the way in the other room upstairs smacking her own ass on the cam. <laughs> and I'm just sitting down there like trying to watch something, smoking weed, just thinking like, God damn, this is pissing me off. Like I don't want to <laughs> fucking hear that. Really, and you want to join her? I had no. You can't. She's on cam. Oh, so you can't watch her. No, guys can't go on the cam. <gasps> At least on this site. I heard that's a thing on most sites. But yeah. e either way, I mean, you know, it just, I've never been the kind of guy who's jealous or, or pissed off about her having OnlyFans. I've always been very much encouraging it. But like mm -hmm. hearing her smacking her ass in the other room kind of started to piss me off. So when she told me that she wanted to quit, I was like, oh, thank God. Oh but my gosh. yeah, I could imagine that if I knew that my girl was all the way upstairs just stinking the room <laughs> up, just Farting creating a time. disgusting, putrid mess into these jars. <laughs> 
Well, it could be worse. You could be selling shit in jars. Oh, there it could are always people be worse. that do that, and yeah. there are there are people who do that. In sex work, you don't want to really want to you don't want to rely on the excuse of it could be worse too much because <laughs> yes, it could be way worse. Way <laughs> worse. <laughs> it could always be worse. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I live alone, and I live in the middle of the woods. I don't have neighbors nearby. In Connecticut. In Connecticut. Yeah. So I have a home in Connecticut that's very very isolated. It's off the grid, and so I'm off the grid. And farting. you decided to get this during the pandemic because New York was on lockdown, basically. Yeah, basically. So I was living in New York City at the time, and as soon as I saw, as soon as I saw that there was like one case of COVID in New York, I'm like, there's no, there's no one case of COVID in New York. There's fucking millions at this point. Oh yeah. Like I know how nasty and disgusting New York City is. So at that point, I was like, okay, let me find the most far away from civilization place I can. Connecticut. And Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. But I'm in like Litchfield County, so it's very, very desolate there. But it's nice. I really love it. It's a beautiful home. I've like built a very great life for myself, and it's a it's a perfect place for my f- farting business, which is you know now effectively kind of over. So okay. So when did you start to think maybe there would be some issues with this production line that you were running? Well, after my fart jar story went viral and I was getting way more orders from people, um, I started to really feel the pressure. Mm. And I started to think that, okay, I cannot fulfill this many orders. This is also impeding on my social life. Yeah. Like I had, I, I got all these orders in through my site and then I was like, well, well how the fuck am I going to fulfill 100 orders? Like I have other things I need to do. I have my, my platform, other content that I need to produce. Mm. Like I'm, I'm working on so many different things. I can't just be sitting around all day farting. Right. And if I am, you know, eating all this food, it's like, not like I can go out. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, even just the first hundred jars, if you're selling a hundred jars, 500 bucks, you got 50 grand. It's like, call it quits. Sounds great, but if you can't enjoy it, if you can't go on vacation because yeah. you're just stuck in the crib farting, then like, what's the point of even having money, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, you know, went and was fulfilling the orders, and it was by the time that I got to the third batch, and this was like a week before Christmas, and I had a lot of orders from people like around the holidays, and some people even wanted like batch orders. So they, there was like one guy in Austria who wanted like five freaking fart jars. Wow. And so I gave him like a little deal on it because he wanted so many. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm like, that's very kind of you. And um, and so I was trying to find like a, the, the most effective way for me to produce as much as I could. Mm. So there was like one day that I drank like three huge protein shakes and I made a big pot of black bean soup. And I just throughout the morning kept pouring myself cups of it and was just like eating, eating, eating. Just hoping that you'll fart more. Oh, and I did. It was yeah. like a definitely like a like a crazy day. But I was feeling awful. Right. And by the time evening rolled around, I was feeling horrible to the point where like I couldn't breathe in all the way. Everything in my stomach, all this was like building up and I guess just like pushing up against my heart and my chest. But I wasn't aware that it was from that. I just thought I was possibly having a heart attack. Right. So I'm laying in bed at night and I can't breathe in because every time I do, I'm like, So I called up my friend and my friend offered to take me to the emergency room just to double check and make sure that everything's okay. Because I do have a pre-existing condition. I'm on a lot of different medication that puts me at like high risk for stroke, et cetera. So you're telling me you didn't check in with your doctor before you started selling your farts? I really don't even know how I would present that to my doctor. Right, but I'm just thinking, I think a lot of doctors will probably take (laughs) issue with that. 
a really lenient doctor though. He's mm. really he he he's given me the go ahead on a lot of things. Like for example, going to Australia for before the 90 days, I was like, "Hey, I'm doing this reality TV show. I don't really have much of an immune system. Can I go to Australia where there's so many things that can kill me?" And he was perfectly okay with that. But at this point, I'm just like, "You know what?" Like I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can do this. It's fine. And you're if this immunocompromised. Is, I am immune. Well, I mean, I'm in remission now, but I'm still on immunosuppressive therapy medication. Are you scared because of COVID? Um, I was, but I'm I'm double vaxxed at this point. So it's like if COVID takes me out, it was really just meant to be. It was meant to be. Well, if it wasn't the farts, <laughs> if it ain't the farts, it's about yeah. to be the COVID. <laughs> yeah, right. I've done I've done everything I can. I don't want to live my life in a bubble anymore. Yeah. So I am trying not to worry so much. But yeah, so I went to the emergency room and they did an EKG. They did a whole blood panel just to see if I had like some kind of indicator that I'm having a stroke mm. or like a blood clot. And I also started a new birth control recently so i thought okay well maybe oh my god birth control blood clots like maybe it's that so like my anxiety was going crazy wow. so I'm, I'm i'm waiting for the results of all the tests to come back and the doctor's asking me lots of questions about what kind of new medication i might be on that could possibly cause this yeah i was gonna say like how long do you wait to bring up your <laughs> farting profession to the medical professionals i never did i didn't i was just a little too embarrassed well, like, but you could just say i'm, I'm drinking five protein yes. shakes a day that's enough information right? yeah and i did and like they were so confused like <laughs> as to why <laughs> like why did you eat a whole pot of black bean soup today i'm just a weird chick i just love black bean soup yeah yeah I don't know. But like I told them that I like I work out and that's why I was drinking so many protein shakes. And so, yeah, they they were like, OK, yeah, that sounds like it might be the issue behind what's going on right now. And then my EKG came back fine. Blood panel came back fine. Everything was good. So they were like, we we're going to discharge you because you, your vitals are OK. You're not dying. We just think it might actually be your diet that you described. And they said that I should start taking a gas suppressant and, you know, take some Tums, which mm. I did that evening and I felt much better like a few hours later right so at that point I was like okay fart jars are I mean I'm not gonna be like a fart factory anymore right. if I'm doing fart orders it's gonna be on like a limited edition basis like one or two order fulfillments here and there mm. um, but then that's when it kind of clicked in my head like okay what can I what can I do where can I where can I sell my farts the metaverse mm. and that's why we are now at fart jar nfts right who pitched you on this or how, how did were you familiar with crypto before this I was actually I tried to get into adult nfts right. uh at some point last year it didn't really take off and a lot of my fans were like why why can't we just pay with their credit card like they mm. were just so confused so i was like all right okay nobody like understands crypto mm. in my fan base so let me put that on the back burner but i've always been really interested in that and then i had a digital artist artist approach me during the time of like the the fart jar story and say hey like do you want to collaborate on a fart jar nft project and i thought it was a freaking great idea because i feel like the nft world you know everybody like takes themselves so seriously and it, it can seem like this like very uh, overwhelming mm. like complex community and like let's bring farts and some laughter and some joy into this world right so i mean it makes just as much sense if you ask me as you know a fucking mutant ape or like some weird <laughs> yeah. penguin or whatever the fuck they'd be doing over there and i say this as a person who owns a fucking crypto punk for some reason you do i do oh yeah oh my god that's awesome yeah luckily we got in a little early on that but uh yeah yeah i mean it's just as illogical what what, yeah. well, what does the nft of the fart look like 
So they are 5,000 of them, and each of them is a unique piece of art of a jar uh-huh. with a fart in it. And farts are invisible for the record. Yes. <laughs> so it's just a jar. <laughs> but not these. Okay. The the farts are all very unique looking. Oh really? I, hold on. My like man, my manager is gonna. I, I actually have something for you. Oh, you're gonna gift me a fart? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I have a fart NFT that wow. that it's part of the collection. It's made specially for you. I'm gonna send it to you. Oh my <laughs> god. We have to get this image so we can put it on the screen. Do not right click and save. If you do, you have committed a horrible it's crime. Wow. No, it's the no jumper fart jar. Oh, so it's like cartoon farts. Yeah. Why why did you choose to make the fart like pink? Like like as if it was like a sentient being. Well, let me show you some of the other fart jars that we have that uh that are part of the collection. I would love to. So this is one of my favorites. Oh wow. And are these these were all designed? By an artist. That's a pug. That's, That's cool. my dog. Oh, pug. Oh, so it's like a gray fart. Okay, yeah. every different color fart. Um, I like this. But we have so many different ones. A diamond the, fart, with a donut, donut fart. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's really cool. We got to make sure you send those to us uh, after this. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely and I'll and I'll send you yours on yeah. OpenSea. I'll transfer it over to you. You'll just have to give me your your address. Yeah, my OpenSeas will never have been more lit than at oh the time God. that I get this. What a great addition. <laughs> yeah. CryptoPunk <laughs> fart. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like, you know, bored ape, fart, like, right. but there's so many people who like sit on their pedestal and say like, oh, fart jar, like this is, this is shit. And I'm like, dude, you seriously paid like $250,000 for a picture of a monkey. If you are a senator 10 years from now, yeah. you're not telling me that that fart is not going to be worth something. It will be worth something. Right. I feel like yours is going to be worth a million dollars. Well, it's, it's a story because we're talking about it right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's going to be worth something. Wow. For sure. That's amazing. It's the only one of its kind. Yeah. So. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. How did you generate that? Though? You, you told your fart designer, like, hey, I'm going to do this interview. Can you cook me up another, <laughs> yeah. another fart? <laughs> I did. I said I wanted a really, really special one for you. How are these things selling? They're selling really good. I mean, within like the first week, we made $120,000 worth of Ethereum. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, like for my first foray into like really the NFT world and not really knowing too much and really being new to the community online, I feel like I've definitely made my mark. Wow. Yeah. And and a lot of people love it. People think it's funny, think it's hilarious. Mm. And I think it carries a really important message, which is, hey, girls fart too. Mm. It's not just boys. That is a very dangerous stereotype when people suggest <laughs> that women don't fart. Exactly. Because I have a daughter now, and I can only imagine how terrible I would feel if somebody suggested <laughs> that she shouldn't fart just because she's a woman. That's terrible. I know. It's sexist, isn't it? It is, yeah. Right? And, like, women-led NFT projects are really blowing up right now. The world of women or world whatever. Women, I see that yeah. one a lot on Twitter. It is all over. Mm. And so, and I think they're great. They all have a really great message. But my message is kind of, like, also, you know. Fart. Fart. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I think that women, you know, you, we're, we're, we're just like men. Yeah. We fart, we poop, and we can also be in the NFT and crypto community. We can stand out. Mm. And also, I think fart jars carry a message of, like, just don't give a fuck what other people think about you. Right. Because so many people have so many opinions about farts. It's like, wow. Like, who knew that people had such strong opinions about farts? I think the reason why they have such strong opinions is because it's a woman farting. Mm. If it was a man, they'd be like, oh, whatever. Maybe we should do an ex- uh, uh, a test, and maybe I should sell some farts and see how it goes. <laughs> we definitely should. I'm actually trying to collaborate right now with Cyanide and Happiness on a fart in the fart in a jar, Martin. 
what, on like what is that i don't know anything uh, about it's like a said. comic it's like a comic oh, and okay. uh, a lot of people have been making comparisons to me in that and so like i'm working on like a collaboration with that and like yeah i'm definitely down to collaborate so if you wanted to do like a special edition adam fart jar mm. collection we could do that i would love to do that yeah because I have some experience with that because when I was 13, me and my friends used to sit around with Tupperware and we would fart into <laughs> it and then close it and then pass it around the room and we'd all sniff it. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I think about that, I'm like, why would I subject that to my, <laughs> myself? I already know what a fart smells like. You just wanted to know if you could keep it. It was just fascinating that we could like create the stinky Tupperware. You yeah. Know? And then preserve it. Yeah. I think that's amazing. I think that. <laughs> amazing. I like I how you said it was a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> You're so brave, Adam. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, you know, but farts, farts don't belong in jars. Farts, you know, they're, they're meant to be set free. I agree. And I think that fart jars are actually a really amazing metaphor for how we all have felt during the pandemic. Like a fart in a jar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. I'm so glad about a house right before the pandemic (laughs) so that I was able to actually have like a yard and shit. Yeah. But your house, although it was big and you know, has a yard, it still was a jar. It It still became a big old fart jar. You're right. Yeah. So do you. When you do fart now, do you like get this like weird whimsical feeling of like oh, <laughs> the, the times that I spent capturing <laughs> farts in jars? Um, at first, I was like, oh damn, missed one. Like I could have, I could have made money. Right. Um, but I now kind of realize that yeah, farts are meant to be set free. And, and you really were filming every single one? Not every single oh, one. Okay. It cost extra. Oh. So if they wanted a video accompanying the fart jar, they would need to pay me a little bit of extra money. When you're capturing one, is it more of like a this or is it more of like a this? It's like a, the second oh. one. Yeah. Standing like kind of, you know, bent over bent a, little, over bit. a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So but then sometimes on all fours. Right. It just like, depends where I was at in the day. If I was on my couch, if I was like standing up, walking around my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Sorry. We should wow. bottle that up. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anybody <laughs> got a jar? Wow. That's weird. I don't know. Really, I guess it's because I was getting up and like sort of moving the air around in I my think body. I'm inspiring you. You are definitely. No, I'm kind of thinking. I'm like, what is my like my girl? Has been on OnlyFans for a long time. Maybe she yeah. could sort of like reinvent herself by picking up this fart lane. Yeah, tell her to come over to Unfiltered. We have mm. way less restrictions on creators. I feel like OnlyFans is always telling you like you can't do this, you can't do that. Like don't, you know, don't say this word. Yeah. So like Unfiltered is really just like a community of like really niche, but we also have a lot of reality TV stars. Mm. So. But OnlyFans, them taking twenty percent to me has always seemed pretty uh, lenient in comparison what? to well, because most of the camming platforms and shit are taking like forty really? or fifty percent. Yeah. So we take like fifteen percent. Okay. But some of the bigger names, we take a little bit less. Okay. So you know, if she wants to come on, mm. let her know. We do so much. We have ticketed live events, pay per minute voice video calls. Wow. And we have twenty four hour support and free assistance. Wow. Very cool. <laughs> Do you think there's any other uh, bodily functions that, that could be popular in this space? Or is farting kind of the, the mm, lead? Queefing. Do you think queefing. Que- is queefing underutilized? <sighs> you know, so many people have asked me for queef jars ever <laughs> since the fart jar story broke. And I can queef on command. Really? Yeah. You just have to get into like this uh, this yoga position. And it's all about like sucking in and then kind of pushing out at the same time. But there is no scent to queefs. So... It's maybe not yours. Maybe not mine. But <laughs> I just feel like I, you know, it's just too much. Like farts, they're cute, they're funny, they're something. Yeah. And also, I think a lot of guys, they like the idea of like, oh, she farted just for me. They're mm. getting that girlfriend experience with right. me. 
Um, so, but yeah, there's some girls that are now trying to branch out and think outside of the box because I think that the OnlyFans and adult work market right now is so overly saturated and it's like more or less the same old, the same old, the same old. It's like people need something like new and exciting, mm. but not grotesque and not like fucked up, but like, you know, farts. I think it was like the fun, cute, whimsical little idea that some people would put out. farts in the, in the gross bucket. Really? Grotesque, yeah. I think, I think some, some people are cute. might. Like, just yeah. like a cute little... Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get worried about mailing this? Because you can't mail shit, right? No, I think that's illegal. But you can fart... You, like, you can fart in a jar and mail it. Like, I don't think that there's a problem. It's not like I was going to UPS and saying, yeah, this package contains a fart. Mm. But I think it's fine. You never got... You never felt a little weird about just showing up with, like, 100 individually wrapped <laughs> farts in there? I mean, because you live in a small town, right? Like, yeah, I mean, but like I went to the UPS store and they didn't really ask too much. Like they know I'm always shipping things out anyways right. because like I'm, you know, on unfiltered and I'm on YouTube and I've had merch before and stuff like that right. that I've sent out. So they're just like used to me coming in with like lots of orders. Right. Because like when you when you mail something, you know, I know people or I've heard that people mm -hmm. mail things like drugs and, and money, large amounts of money. Yeah. And they have dogs that sniff for these specific things. So it could be a little sketchy. Yeah. But on the other hand, I don't know that I've ever heard of a dog that's there to sniff for <laughs> shit or yeah, farts. It's so sealed too. Like I have a cork that seals in the fart wow. and then I wrap it in either tape or saran wrap and then I put it inside of a Ziploc bag, take all the air out and then I put it into another container. So it's like triple sealed. There's no way that that scent is getting out because that's, you know, the valuable, it's valuable stuff. You don't want that getting out. You know what you just made me realize? What's that? The future is female. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Is there any extent to which you feel like maybe you're sort of contributing to the downfall of society? I'm sure that you get those kind of mm. messages. Listen, I'm not a politician. I'm not a, a dictator. I'm not, you know, I'm just a little, I'm just a simple gal. Trying to have fun. Just trying to have Make fun. some money. <laughs> Make some money. I don't think I'm hurting anybody. I think, if anything, people who watch the news and who keep up with social media and pop culture should be happy that I have maybe showed up on their timelines versus, like, COVID deaths, you know? Right. So I think that it's, like, a much-needed break from the seriousness that's going on in the world right now. Mm. I think fart jars was what the world needed at You're this You're bringing cheer time. to the world. Yeah. And even if it's not, even if it's, like, eye rolls or people are like, oh, my God, this girl sucks. Like, it, like at least it's like good have an opinion right like i'm glad you had a thought today that yeah. was something other than covid or you know politics or the president or whatever like just right. you thought of something other than all of that or about your life or work or your kids or your wife like you, you thought about something else and it's just it's not that serious right you know it's just a fart do you, one thing that has occurred to me from watching this interview, and please, if anyone could count the number of times that we said fart, I would love that. But do you have any other good slang terms for farting? Like, I, I feel like it's so common to call it a fart, and you rarely call it anything else, right? Yeah, I mean, I call I call it toots. Yeah, my mom used to say toot. Toots, toots McGee. That's like old school, like prudent type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Toots McGee, who the hell is that? One of my fans. Oh, okay. Shout out to Toots. <laughs> I, I can't think of another name. Like, I don't know. There's so many things that you could call a shit. Vladimir Putin. <laughs> That's your nickname? You Martin Luther King Day. Wow, my God. That's a, that's a day, ironically, yes. Wow. 
Um, okay, so you, are you planning on doing more stuff on 90 Day Fiance uh, after this, or do you think that this kind of closes the door on that to some extent? <laughs> I mean, I hope they come to me with an idea for a fart jar-themed spinoff. I would mm. so be down. I feel like network TV maybe couldn't really fully embrace the fart thing. Why? They have that pimple popper show. Yeah, but don't you think <laughs> farting just kind of <laughs> occupies like a different territory <laughs> in most people's brain? <laughs> I don't know. TLC has some weird shows. Like, my yeah. feet are killing me. It's about a podiatrist who, like, treats foot funguses. Yeah. So, like, I'm pretty sure that farts are not out of the norm. Yeah. What about, like, my 600-pound life? Yeah, but, like, the difference between, like, the foot fungus thing is that that's something that only affects a very small percentage of people. Yeah. Whereas everyone farts, but <laughs> nobody talks about it, you know? Why? I don't know, but that's just how society is. That's is that so for, the, for most people... Like if you were okay, if you were to go to a bar and you were to start chatting up a random woman, mm -hmm. and then if you were to just sort of say something about a crazy fart you had earlier that day, I feel like most <laughs> women would shy away from you at that point. Really? Which is a shame, and it's really fucked up. And those women <laughs> belong in prison, if you ask me. Prison. Like some oh some sort of detention camp. Well, I just think people need to be a little bit more open about their bodily functions. Like, mm. there's nothing wrong with gas. There's nothing wrong with anything that our body produces. It's natural. Mm. So what is the big deal? I remember I went on a date with a girl one time back in the day before my current fiance. And um, we, we were eating sushi, right? Uh -huh. And while we're eating sushi, I turned my head <laughs> away from her. She's right here. I turned my head this way and bleh, like I burp a little bit, you know? Oh, okay. I'm a large man. Yeah. I burp from time to time. And she looks at me and she says, Adam, never do that around <gasps> me again. And at that moment, I was like, wow, I am never going to hang out with you again. Dying, but she yeah. still ended up sleeping in my bed. We had sex, and then she slept in my bed. First time we had sex. In the morning, you know, you're kind of like half awake. Yeah. And I fucking farted really, really loud while we're, you know, we've been drinking sake and whatnot. And she just like awakes me from my slumber and just tells me, nev like, never fart around me again. And I never called her back. That's like saying, don't breathe around me. Right? Yeah, how like, are, like how are you sleeping, woman? Yeah, I think breaking the fart barrier barrier in relationships is really important, and mm. it just like makes you feel comfortable with other people. Mm. And um, you know, I never farted in front of a boyfriend. Right. Yeah. Would that change now? I think yes. Your next lover might have to be a little bit more open minded. Oh hell yeah, and I think it'll make them feel special that they're getting them for free, mm. while others have had to pay the price. What about like some kind of like podcast or stand up? type tour where you actually like fart on stage and hold the mic to your ass from time to time i should do corporate events maybe not corporate <laughs> events maybe more like non-corporate events. <laughs> i feel like the corporations might shy away from this yeah some of them from what i know maybe not the ones dealing with uh well you can speak at like an ibs, IBS convention yeah. yes like a crohn's disease convention oh my god <laughs> no that's hot <laughs> that'd be so cool i could be the headliner I remember dating a girl in my early 20s who was attractive, mm -hmm. and then I found out she had Crohn's disease. And you weren't attracted anymore? Well, I didn't... You're going to get canceled for that. I didn't even really know what it was, and I didn't bother to Google it, but I remember being kind of grossed out <gasps> by the idea of it, even though I didn't really get it. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, it was real, really fucked up, huh? That's so fucked up. Yeah. You should be more open. I just kind of assumed that she was just shitting her pants all over the place <laughs> at, the, at her house. Well, I mean, IBS, yes. Yeah. They're just shitting themselves all the time. Like... I don't, I'm not gonna go into it. I'm not gonna go into detail, but it's it could be bad. Right, definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like I've learned a lot, mm -hmm. and uh, 
congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much. What, what, what occupies your time these days? What are you working on? Um, I'm really, really, really working on the NFT project. Mm. That is like my number one, my baby right now. I really believe in it. I love the message. I love the artwork. I feel like it's something that's more accessible to different types of people, not just for enthusiasts, mm. but just like people who love NFTs and who love the concept. So I'm working on that. I'm working on some fart jar candles for Valentine's Day. I'm working on a like a build a business program for women. I'm working on Unfiltered, my really? 18 and up platform. So I feel like I have so many things I'm working on. I'm constantly working. Do you feel like the fart thing could close doors on you? So when you, you say you're starting like a thing to help women, inspire women, et cetera. Do yeah. you feel like some women maybe wouldn't take you serious because of the whole fart thing, part of your history? I don't think, I mean, like, you know, I was, I was, I have been a sex worker for so many years and that never closed any doors because I never let it. Mm. So I think that, you know, if you just keep pushing through the stigma and the hate, you're, you, you can do whatever the hell you want. I mean, like so many celebrities have sex tapes. So many celebrities have, you know, footage of them doing embarrassing things and they're still making movies and doing whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, there are no limitations. We only limit ourselves. The most famous woman in America has footage out there of her getting piped down by Ray J. I mean, <laughs> exactly. What are, what, what's a little fart? What's a little fart? It's absolutely not a big deal. You should fuck Ray J. I should fart on Ray J. Or, and even that. <laughs> that would also be incredible. <laughs> Maybe he's into that. Everybody go tag Ray J in the comments. <laughs> he needs to know. He needs to know this great brainstorm we've had. Yes. Amazing. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out your, your platform again. Yes, unfiltered, U-N-F-I-L-T-R-D.com. And if you guys want to get a Fart Jar NFT, go to fartjarsnft.com. And I'm going to send you yours right after this. I got to get my hands on it. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> appreciate you. Thank you. Bye. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Patreon, not SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, whatever. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all.